Welcome to episode three of Control Alt Deliver, where this week we'll be looking at where'd the week go in tech, Google Hangouts, and hey, there's a new social network for seniors called Proust.com. Hang in there, it's all coming up on episode three. Starting out this week in the news, Google had a doodle dedicated to Alexander Calder in honor of his 113th birthday. Although he was pretty much known more for his large abstract sculptures, Calder was also fascinated by mobiles. The interactive mobile in the doodle was pretty amazing though in its underlying structure because the whole thing was done in HTML5. Staples is running a deal for $100 off on select Android tablets. That means that the $399 Acer Iconia comes in at only $299. And that's for a 16 gig dual Tegra 2 processor with a gig of RAM. Pretty sweet deal. Google announced this week that they're going to be closing Google Labs. We saw a lot of good things coming out of the labs. We're really sorry to see it go. Larry Page made a comment about concentrating on more wood and less arrows. Not really sure what that means, but it sure sounds like a CEO statement. The Roku 2 box is officially out. If you want to listen to episode 2, you'll find a rundown more on what the Roku offers if you're not really familiar with it. Lenovo released a 10.1 inch tablet in the United States. The IdeaPad Tablet K1 looks interesting. Check out more on Control Alt Deliver if you want to find out some more details. This was the week that the Women's Cup Soccer set new tweet records with over 7,000 tweets per second. I don't even think I can type my name that fast. Proust.com is launched. It's a social network marketed towards preserving family memories. It's got a great layout. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that in the show. If you want to read about it, read my post from 719 at controlaltdeliver.com. And finally this week, Dave Jackson shared a great podcast on how to find time to podcast that applies to so many things in life. You can find it at theschoolofpodcasting.com. I can remember going to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago as a teen. It was 1968. They had a display set up of video phone calling, the way of the future. I spoke with someone in Atlanta, Georgia. This is just before we learned that we would be moving from Michigan to Georgia. It was kind of an eerie premonition kind of thing. Actually, that premonition worked out better than the museum's premonition. Video phones just never caught on. The expense was a big issue. Distribution was limited. Not a big priority for most people. And how many times have you jumped out of the shower to answer the phone? Not a pretty video in my case. Fast forward to the instant messaging craze, AOL, ICQ, most of the IM clients added video somewhere along the way. For me though, most of my contacts were local and IM was just a way to send them a quick note. If I really wanted to see them, it was not that difficult for me to do so. And then there's today, Google Plus and their Hangout component. My wife, Samantha Meeker, just held her first Hangout there last night. 
She has some paintings to finish up for an upcoming show that's going to be in Charleston, South Carolina for the whole month of August. While she was down in her studio, she decided to just open up a hangout for people to stop by and watch her paint, chat with her, ask any questions they might have about her technique. Before the night was over, she had almost 20 people that had stopped by. We were really happy to find out how widespread the visitors were. They're from Pakistan and Egypt and South Korea and China, just to name a couple of the places. It's really something that we're going to pursue to help her increase her exposure as an artist. And that's exactly what prompted Rob Michael to stream his impromptu concerts. He's been doing this now for several years. He used to stream solo guitar shows, duets with Ruth Perry, a guitarist and a vocalist friend of his, and with his trio, the Atmos Trio. But it was a one-way view. Rob put it that, this time, I'm inviting you to join in a more real way. Rather than play to the unblinking eye of the camera, I'll be able to see you too. And that's where I think that the Google Plus Hangouts are going to excel. Not in the ability to watch a video. We've been doing YouTube for years. Now it's the immediate feedback to the artist and from the artist. Rob invites people to ask questions during his sessions, like what song was that, what effect was I using on the guitar. And so, Rob's Google Plus Hangout was my first exposure to front row seat, personal contacts by amazing musicians. And stepping it up a notch, Daria Musk has taken the Google Plus Hangout to a new level. Along with Rob, Drew Jones, Google's Chi Chu, and a group of Google Plus users that Daria has named her geniuses, spelled G plus N I U S. Daria has taken the Google Plus Hangout outside of the Google sphere and into infinity and beyond. Her first concert a couple weeks ago it went on for six hours with hundreds of people able to come and go throughout the night. But it was this past Saturday, July 23rd, that Daria made history. The concert went on through Google Plus Hangout, but also at the website hangoutparty.com. Although accurate counts are difficult to establish, Cam Meadows reported on Google Plus that between houseparty.com and indienation.fm, there were over 7,000 listeners. You might want to check out Monty Mons' article on Google Plus entitled, A Star is Born on Google Plus, From a Whisper to a Scream. It's a great article about Daria's rise here. Daria's picking up a lot of buzz in the mainstream press as well, and she's also attracting the attention of tech notables like Robert Scoble. This is just the beginning of it. You'll find lots of links in the show notes about places to listen to Daria's music and Rob's music and some of the people that have helped her put this together. Google Plus Hangouts is the killer application for Google Plus, in my opinion. And that brings us to the part of the show where I want to share some website insights. And the first one I mentioned earlier in the show, and that's 
Proust.com, P-R-O-U-S-T.com. This week, Barry Diller launched Proust.com. It's a social network that targets seniors to help preserve memories and stories that might be lost to the coming generations. CEO and co-founder Tom Cortese was hit by the idea after losing his grandmother. He realized that she took so many great stories with her when she passed that he wanted to create a site that would help people to harvest the stories and the memories by prompting them with questions. In turn, then, you post the answers to those questions into a beautifully laid out storybook containing photographs and videos, audio clips. You can even put in Word documents and other files. You can view the story through a map interface by tagging locations to go along with your posts. Or you can view it as a timeline by adding events tagged with dates. It's a great service towards the preservation of generations of stories, a wonderful thing for families and extended families. As a teacher, though, I could even see creating a memory book of my classroom. Being in a school with a diverse population, the mapping feature would be really rich and wide. Having every student answer the same question and then putting them in to share would be a great writing exercise and something that we could go back at the end of the year and take a look at. So check it out. It's Proust, P-R-O-U-S-T dot com. The other site I wanted to mention for you this week is CyberryMan.com, C-Y-B-R-A-R-Y-M-A-N.com. That's Jerry Blumengarden, and he's a great educator and provides just some amazing resources for parents, for educators, and for students. Uh, as a parent and as an educator, the links that he provides there for learning activities are, are just amazing. But also as an educator, there's uh, great resources for setting up your classroom and management skills and all the um, personal development kind of things uh, that uh, really help new teachers especially, but even old teachers need to go back and uh, take a look at what they're doing and, and maybe readjust. So Jerry provides just a, a tremendous amount of resources for everybody on all different levels. You can follow Jerry on Twitter at, at cyberman one and give him a shout out and let him know that you heard about him on the podcast and I know that he would appreciate it. That wraps it up for episode three of Control Alt Deliver. But before I go, I want to make sure that I thank people that provided feedback from episode two for me. That's AC Cruz, Gadgets Boy, and Dave Thackeray, the podcast guy. You'll find links to them in the show notes as well. And I do appreciate the comments. If you have comments, please send them to me at comments at controlaltdeliver.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.